Yo, it's the most dope show, it's about that time to get live Take a break from your 8 to 5, them other guys don't have the ability to rip it We kick it, three guys on, representing with the most killer spirit And we coming with the jokes, so you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes And forget them other folks, cause we got the best quotes Randolph does more than just jokers, he woke and he got the files Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial I don't know where that boy Tim is now Raising the daughter, he hella proud Andy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist When Tim Miller hit that got funny as shit The sock puppets always be there to assist Too many to name, but they all of this shit I guess I could try, love me some Frankie French Milner and Mike B Be lit, I cannot forget about Petey and Chris J.L. Covan with them Trump impressions Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips That's a whole damn nation, so they always near Pop, pop, bang, bang, getting green romaine Three guys on sock puppet nation, gang, gang Yeah Dominic. Puerto Rico, Suave, I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Puerto Rico, uh, Puerto Rico, Suave. Hey, what's happening, y'all? It's Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And Brandon Collins. That's Brandon Collins from the Medium Popcorn Podcast. He's not here to spoil a movie. We also got some other guests with us all the way from North Carolina. Who do we got with us all the way from North Carolina? Who else? Who else is with us? Got go ahead. Cameron Morrow. You got Ryan Morrow. Uh-huh. Uh, three guys on staples. Three guys on staples. <laughs> and bringing up the rear, we got the one, the only, the effervescent, the effervescent master of periods now. Who do we got? <laughs> Period power might be. That's there what I'm here. <laughs> 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 the master of periods. Hey, Brandon, I was just reading uh, your your new governor. Mm. How, how do you say her name? Hockle? I don't even know, man. I just <laughs> I just know she firing everybody from the Cuomo days. I mean, that's fine. I would yeah. expect that. She said, and I quote, I heard so many people say they're afraid to get go get vaccines because they'd have to get on the subway and they're afraid of being assaulted. Yeah, that's why people that don't live in the city saying that. <laughs> because I, you know, like the thing that like and we talked about Rogan in the last recording, the thing that annoys me so fucking much about Joe Rogan is that he claims that New York is in disarray. He's like the city's in shambles, it's overran by poverty and crazy homeless people. And he's had comedians from New York say it's not like that. He's like, Yes, it is. It's like, no, New York City is actually back up and running. I was out last wow. night, we were all talking about it. we're like, Oh shit, the city's essentially back. You just wear masks. You know, like on the train and to and from a place. That's it. Yeah. For the most part, you have to show the vaccine card and stuff like that, which I'm fine with because I've been vaccinated for a few months now. It's it's really not that it's 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 different, but it's not as different as it felt, you know, a year and a half ago where we're like, How are we gonna get through this? How is this gonna putting putting that aside? Yeah, it's it's not, you know, the the opening scene of Escape from New York. Well, did you see though? We gotta, we gotta, we gotta (laughs) knock these bridges down and trap them motherfuckers on the other. It ain't that. I I, uh, I talking like uh, New York, like it's fucking double dragon. Like I don't know if y'all remember that movie, but (laughs) like that, like that dystopia future. It's like no, we're okay. There was a story that I bookmarked because a guy shot himself in the leg while urinating in the New York subway. Um, Wow! (laughs) But underneath that story was another story about a woman who body blocked another person into a moving train on the subway that's that ha- that's yeah. been happening for and they have it on generations, video generations now in new york people 
Sometimes you'd be standing mm-hmm. by track. Someone might kick a motherfucker in the back and kick him on the train tracks. Yeah, Always they have some a crazy motherfucker who does it. This is the I one. I don't need a video of this. They have a video of this. By the uh, way, you know, my cousin lives her daughter lives in Long Island City. My mother and father were just there, you know, in August. It's fine. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's 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 fine. So many ads on this video. All right, hold on. Are we able to watch someone get killed? No, no, no. They just broke. They broke their arm. I think. <laughs> you ain't oh. ready. You watch Squid Games. I'm not ready. Notice I put an S on it because I'm black. Squid Games. So Squid the train Games. is coming. This woman gets up and just shoulder checks somebody into the moving train, and they got it on. Video. They're trying to catch her now. Yeah, she's crazy. Oh, yeah. What was the reasoning? She's crazy, Karen. There's no reason. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe they knew each other or some yeah. shit. It happens every once in a while in New York. Well, that's, that's the thing we don't. This is- that's the guy's truth. It happens every once in a while. And that's why I don't. That's why I'm not getting vaccinated. That's why I don't ride the subway. <laughs> so I'm, I'm scared just going to I'm just going to tangle with this COVID <laughs> in the hospital and see, <laughs> see if it work out. It happens every now It seems and completely. I don't know if she's just randomly did this or she was eyeing this person over here. It seemed like she might have even been eyeing it. Mm. I think she missed time, but she was trying to knock him in front of the moving train. Mm-hmm. What did he do? He hit the train and bounced off? Yeah, he bounced off and he like, uh, slammed right into it. But that's still oh, they got hurt. her whole face. She's done. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they got <laughs> this camera down there now. Done. Man, it's probably mental health issues. It almost oh, yeah. always yeah. is. Definitely. Still go to the jail. Yeah, I know. I wasn't. That wasn't my defense of her in the criminal court. <laughs> definitely. It definitely. Is. And this other guy, uh, he was urinating in the subway in Times Square and he shot himself in the leg. Well, I mean, mm. you know, and then he, ah, he, he shoot her. <laughs> he shoot her. I guess he was holding the wrong gun. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's something that constantly happens in New York anyway. You just got to get used to the smell of piss. And this is why. He then handed the gun to his friend in a pink sweatsuit or a pink hoodie who took the gun and ran. (laughs) And they haven't caught the pink hoodie guy. Oh, that's called It would have been easier if he had a pink sweatsuit. (laughs) Like Mac from Give me the gun. Right. That ain't nothing but accessory after the fact, Tommy. You going to jail. You better drop Now we both going to jail. Drop that shit on the ground and kick it out in the traffic. Don't give it to me. No, he probably dumped in the sewer off Eighth of Ave. That's me yeah. walking straight to the police, guys. I think someone <laughs> lost this. Mm-hmm. He's over there bleeding from the crotch. Yeah, so I mean, this is a Times Square subway station, so who knows what's going on? And all Whose those other gun would stations. you take? Somebody running up to you and just hand you a gun. Whose gun? Nobody's out smacking that thing. I don't. What the fuck you giving this to me for? You wouldn't take Rod's gun? Hide this, Karen. No, I have made it crystal clear. I am not a ride or die. I am ride until we get to the police department. (laughs) (laughs) I got I got an answer to this, but I can't say it on the show because uh, it's pretty. uh, Because you already took the gun. Uh oh. (laughs) No, no, no. I didn't do anything criminal, but. If there was somebody that shot a certain person and then handed me the gun, I might take it. Just saying. <laughs> That's good to know, right? I'm oh, not going to say about, no names. Yeah. I'm just going to show up at your house shot. one day. We're, we're being recorded. Gun. I just don't, I don't need the FBI showing up. Mm-hmm. Probably be, be like, before you give me this, who did you shoot again? Right. <laughs> right don't get to me. Don't get to me. I take it. I take it wrong. What about, what about it if it was like uh, Goodfellas where uh, like Rod didn't actually shoot somebody, but he beat the shit out of somebody that was bothering you with the gun? And oh, handed it okay. to you and told you to get rid of it. Mm-mm. You talking about Karen? Karen would never take a gun from me. <laughs> yeah, I don't no, think y'all understand. No, no. Never, like, unless the gun got the vaccine in it. <laughs> yeah, for me, for me, about? for me to shoot the vaccine in the people, that's, I'll be more than happy to take it then. That's and good, all that's y'all good, going down. 
that's Goodfellas style. Like I beat somebody with the gun and like get rid of this. Hide this. I'm <laughs> mm. be like, hide what? Mm-mm. Put this in your panties and walk out the front door. Mm-mm. There you go. <laughs> Just walk there out you go. the door. No one needs to see this. All you <laughs> no. gotta do is watch one episode of For My Man on TV One. And, and I know they charge everybody. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you'll realize why you don't even need to ever do anything for some man with a gun. They was like, you were around breathing the same air. You are under arrest too. Fuck that. Accessory after the fact, man. <laughs> I think I'm going to use this as a test or April Fool's. I'm going to just come into the house and hand my wife a gun and say, I need you to do something with this and just walk away. And <laughs> yeah, go ahead and do that. Go ahead and do that. I look forward to the divorce. Uh, come on. I, I, I look Take forward this. to you bailing yourself out of jail. I, need I just you, bought, I need you to, I just bought Crocs. I already got the divorce happening. I need <laughs> you to get rid of this and when you do, wipe it down. <laughs> yeah, I remember questions. when uh, I remember uh, there was an article we read on Balls Deep Sports about how Raymond Felton threatened his then wife with a gun and immediately she called the police and filed for divorce <laughs> and I was like we went so we started googling information about her and she's like a former ballerina from an upper class black oh, family. No, she, no, she I said, you life. don't that ain't the kind of woman that's she don't know about that life. No. Who you thought you were dating, bro? That like <laughs> no. that there was nothing about this woman that said, uh, oh, sometimes he just likes to get upset. Like, as soon as you pulled that gun out, she said, All right, let me call the lawyers. Yeah. First, <laughs> first she called her daddy more than likely. Right. Then she called her, and then her dad said, You called the law immediately. So that's like that's like uh Karen. So basically with Karen, I know who I married. I'm not I wouldn't put her in a gun situation. And I wouldn't put him in a gun situation, but I'd be the first one that I done told my family members, y'all niggas can do all the legal shit y'all want to. Don't tell me jack shit. Cause guess who coming to your house and showing up to your spots? Me and the police, because I am motherfucking singing. I'm not going to jail for you niggas. If I go to jail, it's because I did it. Uh we were talking about Sage Steele on the first podcast. Mm-hmm. You know who she compared Colin Kaepernick to Sage Steele? Oh, Greg no. Hardy. <laughs> what? So all the same to her. Speaking of guns, Greg Hardy. That's who she compared Colin huh. Kaepernick to. But it's, it's, it's different because Greg Hardy got his job back. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of somebody with guns, Greg Hardy, you know, I'm like, damn, bitch. <laughs> and uh, for those of you who don't know, go back and listen to the Monday podcast. We discuss Shade Steel. And for you fucking freeloaders, drop a few dollars and go back and listen. Fucking freeloaders. We had a great conversation about it. <laughs> and we're not doing it. We're moving on. We're not doing anything. But what we are going to do is let Brandon tell us about Drunk Black History for you freeloaders. Let them know what Drunk Black History Oh, yeah, man. I got Drunk Black History coming up on Friday, October 29th at Caveat in New York City. You can get tickets for in person at www.drunkblackhistory.com. Or you can join us through the live stream. We will be live streaming the show. And this show is a platform for us to, my co-host and I, Gordon Baker Bone, to be able to highlight uh, ah! Black Figures have had a huge impact on society that just haven't gotten their due. Um, we always hear about Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and Prince. <laughs> yeah, and we we do get drunk while we do it. The, the, the guests get drunk. Uh, usually by the last person, it's just chaos, but it's always fun chaos. And you learn something. So again, drunkblackhistory.com and hope to see y'all out at Friday, October 29th. Yeah, yeah. So y'all get a part of that. I've done the show. I think Rod has done. Rod, you did one, right? Yeah, Rod we did. Yeah, we. I me and Karen both did it. Said one. 
Chris Lambert has done one. They are uh, a lot of fun. They're fun to do. Uh, wink, wink at Brandon. Uh, they're fun to do. Uh, I know Uncle Randolph will come in and jump on people. <laughs> I actually, that was the only show we've ever had that we're like, because yeah. I didn't give enough direction for like, the first Zoom show where yeah. like y'all were just like going. And yeah, I was yeah. like, you know what? This this works. Like this works yeah. for this format. Like everyone's kind of like adding to each other's like story yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And it really helped out with Amina. Uh, Amani, who's a hilarious comedian, but clearly did not do her homework and no, was also drunk um, too. <laughs> y'all, y'all were like helping her out, like, hey, yeah, so it good. was the 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 way the the way a Zoom show kind of works is that people can talk to each other in the middle of doing a show, as opposed to if the person's on stage with the mic, yeah, then there's not really you can shout stuff from the side, but that's not that doesn't really work well, you know. Cause like if the, you shout at the person up on stage and that person has to repeat the shit you said, exactly. yep. you know, and then it doesn't work well, but I just asked, I just started asking questions cause the shit was so good. <laughs> I was like, well, what about this? And, uh, <laughs> you know, I think it was, she was talking about, um, Madam CJ Walker, right? Yeah. But I believe that was, uh, Abby that Crutchfield. was the first one. And she asked yeah. anybody see the movie. I was like, I did. And, uh, no, <laughs> you know, her and the, her and the woman that they said were supposed to have beef, but turns out they really didn't have beef. They just made yep. that shit up for the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it happens a lot of times. Yeah. That's just, you learn a drunk black history. I just did the actual history of black history. Yeah. And also, uh, thank you again for, for helping out because, you know, every show we do have someone that's like kind of drops the ball a little bit. And usually it's on Gordon <laughs> and I to try to save the show and save the topic. So we make sure we do justice to the person or a topic. Um, but that was great to have like other comedians kind of step in and like help us. And that show, I don't think Gordon could have helped because I want to say mm-hmm. he was passed out he by that time. He, was, he was gone. He, he's Gordon. better now. I, yeah, thought, yeah. I thought he was dead. I was like, is he still alive? Gordon gets down. Yeah. <laughs> he passed out on camera. I'm like. Gordon, I need you to wake up so we can do the show. He took that one to heart <laughs> and to the head. Yeah, Gordon, Gordon, don't fuck around with it. Gordon, yeah, so Gordon come check it. out Drunk Black History, y'all. I want to have Mike B come in and do one. I don't know. If oh, yeah, hey, absolutely. Hey, hey, talking about periods. If you're talking about periods. Hey, hey, Brad, I'm going to let you know right now. You know that pe- you know the people you was talking about that come unprepared? <laughs> That's me. So um, go ahead. <laughs> you can if you want. I'm gonna come in there drawing fresh and raw. I'm like, yeah. So Madam CJ Walker, right? <laughs> she was cool, right? Right? <laughs> right? Anybody seen the movie? I, ain't, I, didn't, I didn't take that look at it. Tell me what you, you think. Can bring, or you can bring Andy in, and he can do some. He can do that drunk black history. <laughs> Andy yeah. don't even drink. So right, it would be sober black history <laughs> <laughs> from a white perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes it correct. We'll have Andy <laughs> open with a poetry slam. <laughs> so everyone will be confused and just like, all right, well, I guess this is what they're doing this show. <laughs> I thought it was really, it's a really, it's a look, it's a really, really great show. It's a great show to be a part of, and it's a great show to watch. You want to show it to the chat room? No, you sure? Okay. Get any feedback, Andy? <laughs> yeah, I was actually just pulling up some feedback. Good call, had, right. Good call, right? Gotta keep it to an hour and a half, Mike. You know what I'm saying? We, we focus <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah, we strong. Yeah, yeah, I got a, um, I got a show. To, I got a, sh- a late night show, so I got to bust down an hour and a half nap. Yeah, I think I'm gonna try to. I think I'm gonna try to come through, Mike. Come through, man. I've been thinking. I've been thinking about. It's late, man. I'm old now. Hey, look, bust down an hour. That, look, it's eleven o'clock. So that means if we get done by five, you need at least two hours. Two hours. Well, I gotta no, because I gotta. I got a bar a bat mitzvah. 
Mm. Bone tuna. Bo- excuse me, a bot mitzvah. Bot mitzvah. It's a bot That's mitzvah. Why my wife keeps I always thought it was bar mitzvah. On clothes, but she don't want y'all to see these clothes she's trying on. But a bar mitzvah is for well, yeah, it's That's the same for boys. thing. Bar mitzvah for boy. Bot bot mitzvah. Ah, for uh, oh, okay. I Ava's, thought it was both Ava's the same. My bad. Mm-hmm. I didn't have too many Jewish friends growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of his little buddies is having a bat mitzvah, so we got to on purpose be over there. Yeah. Oh, like the second one we've been to. Yeah, <laughs> is it the um? Oh, no, it's never mind. Yeah, so I, thought, I, thought it was I may else. come. Th- I may come through, and then I'm thinking about. I'm like, I gotta start going through the sets. Uh, come on, come on through. We gotta. Uh, uh, it starts we'll at eleven, right? Eleven. Yeah. Doors right, open. I'll, I'll probably there. get there like eleven fifteen. Have you guys found that audiences are really tight? Still, no. Actually, what I found is that audiences want you to talk about motherfuckers not wearing masks, and they want you to talk about mm. the fucking virus. And I think people, comics, are trying to tiptoe around it when they don't need to. They could just yeah. go ahead and talk about it. Yeah, at least the crowds in DC, they want you to mention the elephant in the room. Right. Okay. Uh, they seem to a wake up a little bit when you really tiptoeing around it. You bring up like how yeah. fucked up and how stupid everybody has become. They they suddenly they like it becomes like a little bit. They start clapping, it like becomes clapter, but yeah. they definitely want you to talk about that shit. I have found that audiences in New York tend to follow audiences in DC and vice versa. Unless you're talking about a Jersey audience, then who the fuck knows? It's a t- Long Island audience. Yeah, or a Long Island audience. Speaking yeah. of which, I don't know. We talked about this yet, guys. Uh, I, I missed half of the first show, but um, great job putting together the showcase last Saturday. Um, it was dope. Oh, yeah. I thought it was. I thought it came off good. Yeah. At the off. draft house, yeah. I thought it came off good. I thought we had a good time with it. I don't want to brag or anything because I know a lot of the um the chat didn't see the show, but um uh, your boy got a couple of applause breaks. That's all. Hey that's man, what I we didn't up. see it. We <laughs> didn't see it. We were in the green room. So nor did listen. you hear it. You heard, it. You, heard it. you heard the applause breaks. You boy. How do you know it happened? We were in the green room. <laughs> we were in the green room. We had the door closed because we didn't want you. He want you to hear us laughing. So <laughs> in the green room. I mean, I'm sure, Mike, you did kill, but it'd just be funny if, like, he has like an alternative view on the show. Right. So, like, he's actually bombing, but in his head, he's like, man, these applause breaks. <laughs> Bro, I'm killing it right now. You haven't met the comedians like that yet? Because God knows there's a shit oh, time yeah, down I mean, here. I just applause, the, applause break, the applause breaks weren't even for jokes. Yeah, no, I like, said thanks, like, good night, and they fucking applauded, man. They fucking like, stood up, dude. I they said, fuck. give it up for yourselves. They started clapping. I said, I'm killing these motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. So many beautiful women in here tonight. Hey, real, real talk. Thursday, uh, Wednesday, I did a show. Uh, I ain't gonna say the location, but uh, I did a show, and um, I just got off stage from killing. And then um, the guy behind me, um, they followed me. I'm not gonna say the comedian's name. First minute and a half. It was give it up for yourselves being in the room tonight. He's he's like the fourth comic. Give it up for yourselves if you're enjoying yourself. How many of y'all got a cell phone sitting? Start give me some energy. Give me some energy so I can tell y'all a joke. I need more energy. Yeah. All what right. is that? He didn't remember his set? Like, how does that happen? <laughs> he probably got scared. Got scared. Uh, That's all. Yeah, sometimes people they want the crowd to be warmer than they are. And rather mm. than warm them up, they just start like make some no- make some noise for <laughs> 10 different things. <laughs> I'm gonna be vulnerable for a second. Uh, have y'all ever like start off a set where you like you you get such a big laugh at the beginning, and then everything else bombs? Does anybody <laughs> else have a set like that? Here's, a, here's a, here. You know what's really funny about that statement, Brandon? Anything when you start with 
Have y'all ever started off a set? Anything you're going to say after that? Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Especially if you go up and you absolutely. riff on something in the moment, something the host said or whatever, and it gets a huge laugh. Then you're like, and now material. And then yeah. they, the crowd's like, oh, we didn't we didn't want you to we do jokes. We just want you to riff. I was able to do both. I was able to <laughs> weld in a thing that the host had said so I could like do a callback and then bring in my own material. And it got a huge laugh. I was like, okay, cool. We cooking, we cooking. Then I did the next bit, and they all just stared at no, me. And I was like, not. Oh no, <laughs> no we are no longer cooking. Other than the clock, I'm like, there's ten more minutes of this. <laughs> the stove is off, right? They they turned everything off the stove. They was like, we don't want this food. Only thing that's left now is the kitchen light because you just went upstairs. They went upstairs. <laughs> One time, uh, Mike Brown and I we were organizing a private like, comedy event, and um. They, the, the one biggest stipulation was like, do not say the N word, even though we're a black organization, we just like don't, our leaders don't want to hear it and try to like refrain from talking about like controversial topics or anything. And I got really, really nervous because everyone was killing and I'm going in the middle and this is my own show. And I'm like, oh God, I don't know what to do. And I just got in my own head and I opened up with asking the audience, hey, y'all heard of this Ray J fabulous beef? And this, is, this is like years after the breakfast club interview they're like yeah and i'm like talking about it and then i'm just bombing sweating i started dropping the n-bomb constantly because i was so nervous. oh no you broke like, all the rules <laughs> they were like you broke your own rules i'm like yeah i ain't, I ain't gonna pay well i made them <laughs> so i can break them what you don't understand is since i'm the one it's my show i didn't i wanted to save all the n-bombs for myself I didn't want y'all to use all the N-word. Yeah, all right. Don't, don't use the N-word. Don't talk about controversial topics. And Brandon came out. Y'all niggas like some abortions? <laughs> <laughs> what y'all think about these guns? Y'all niggas give it up for abortion. And then you blame the crowd. Like, oh, you don't want to hear about the real shit? <laughs> yeah. like, oh, y'all ain't feeling me, huh? Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, y'all ain't ready for this realness? I'm going to be honest with y'all. These jokes killed last night, so it's y'all problem, not mine. <laughs> ready for this truth? Give it up for 9-11, motherfuckers. Oh, no. <laughs> no, forget, right? No, right? Give it up. Give it up for the oh, so y'all don't want to hear about fucking Ray J and Fabulous? Okay, I'm going to talk about Jurassic Park then, niggas. Buckle in. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is he talking You can like, cancel six your minutes in, show, you tap yeah. Tap out like who's dating? His name. <laughs> <laughs> who's on the way y'all from? Who what, what are we celebrating in this room tonight? Anybody got any birthdays going on? Or? Birthday anniversary, oil change, anything? Anything? Bachelorette parties. <laughs> y'all like video games? <laughs> they just ask me right <laughs> the last of us too. If y'all got a PS5, put your hands up, you broke motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> what we got, Andy? We, uh, we got a couple comments on last week's episode 1057, which is called The Ancestors Are Using Him. Thank you. Um, that's a Mike <laughs> B quote. Uh, so for, we got these are the YouTube comments. Uh, AJ said, Rod, with the Mick Young reference, maybe almost do a spit out my soda. Shout out the, shout out the PR when you're a non-white lead area in the U.S. Things are just more on point. Um, and then Kralin said, love the 3GO Super Friends podcast. Glad I'm not a fucking freeloader. Humble brag intended. Humble brag. A strong Thursday start. Dance on them. <laughs> fucking freeloaders. <laughs> River dance on the freeloader. Like, I pay bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then we got a couple comments here on Patreon. We got one comment, I think. I don't know if, uh, I might have said it last week, but someone said that Randolph's website is down. Um, the my 
My your blog? actual dot com website. Yeah, you got yeah, yeah, check those websites because someone hacked it to mine and um one made it a, a made it got it blacklisted on Google and then Ooh. I I got it fixed. Um and then um they went back in again and uh, changed it and it said happy happy anniversary when you go to oh my b.com. So Wait, I had to go you got hacked it. twice? Yeah. And it was, was it the same they, person? I don't know. It was um when when I went to GoDaddy, um they said it was people logging in from Egypt and Cairo and different places. So I had to change my password and then um update it. Um, you're the reason we lost the election in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> but at first Started you were like, Mike man, I'm, <laughs> I'm popular in Egypt, man. They must love my comedy. They must listen to my album. The Russians, that's how they found their way into black Twitter through Mike B. <laughs> Bad guys. That's all good. <laughs> uh, they traced Vol- the email address for fucking that them websites, the Facebook groups back to Mike B. <laughs> 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 What is this oldmikeb.com? That's that guy. That's that's not a real, that's not a really real address. Who is, they don't even say old Mike B. Who is OL Mike B? Right. Who is that? Oh, Who's yeah. old Mike E? Old Mike B. Oh, Mike. Who is that? Old Mike E. Who's old McCain? Who's old McCain? <laughs> oh, it's easy. You want his password? Just give him an applause break. He'll give you whatever you want after that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also on that same episode, 1057, Vraylin said, you got to tell them cougars, I like white chicken, the thick kind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, Ariel said, uh, left this comment earlier today, have you seen the Karen, real name Robin video that takes place in the hair salon? It's the funniest Karen video I've ever seen. She got kicked out of the salon with the bleach hair dye still on her hair. Damn. Oh, so what? I did, she must I did be showing out. I pulled up this article, which I guess is that that uh, story. Let me see if I can find it. I think I had it. That's a weird one because, like, if you're in a hair salon, that's not like a no mask area. I don't think. Right. So, like, what the fuck would she be mad about? Uh, Hairstylist is going viral after posting a video of a white client who refused to engage with her Latina assistant. I don't know if that's the same one. Oh. Um, Yeah, because some people do have assistants. Kick her out. Why don't you just kick her kick her out? No, this oh, is October 2020. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, I've seen this before. Yeah, that's an old okay. one. So, well, she said the woman's name is Robin. So I Googled uh, like a Karen story with the name Robin. So let's, we'll see if this mm. is the just one. Just kick her out. Ariel, put li- link that one in the chat. If, I mean, that's if, a uh, long time the... ago, but. Hey, you have your color on. You want to talk to me like that? Yeah, Robin. Sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, Robin, she's my assistant. She got hair. I want you to do my hair. I'm Robin. I'm telling you, yeah, Robin, don't talk to me that way. Oh, she sounds good. Like, no, you're not gonna talk to me. Oh my God, Robin, you know what? Okay, the moment that door closed was when it got real. Uh huh. <laughs> the moment that door closed, like, oh, oh, really? Oh, come to close this door right quick. I don't know why I'm just never kicking these bitches out. Just you need to leave right now. Why she talk like Phyllis Diller? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you gonna do it like this? Right, and just relax. Take a breath. Take a breath. Ain't no relax. Why you talk to people like that and think that people are just gonna like do whatever you say? I can't get the fuck out. I know, and I am running a full blown business, and I'm training. Oh, and she, wait, wait, really? Honestly, Robin, if you don't want to get me out and like get to the resolution of this, you can le
All right. So uh, you know what's wild about that is mm-hmm. do you know how racist you have to be to not let brown people be subservient to you? Right. She won't even let the brown person do the Jump task for, for her. Forward. That's what you supposed to you supposed to love that. You supposed to be like, yeah, uh look at her neck. Blackie, do my feet, you know. You see that you see that neck? That's a that's a racist neck. Look at that neck. Why Look at that neck. Right there in the throat. Look at right in the throat. A racist I can't throat. wait to I'm sure her husband can't wait for her to get home and tell her side of the story. Yeah, jump it up, Andy. I just want to see the hit. Well, I don't know if there's a scene now it's got like yeah, it's people commenting on it. No, not at all. None. Yeah, that's past the moment. I apologize. Oh, get out. Get the, get the fuck out. I'm going to say, go back. Wow. She, and, and that woman, that hairdresser is giving her every chance. That's because yeah. that's what white folks do. Yeah, she elbowed her. They give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Get the fuck out. Because yeah, she was, was like, apologize. She, she, yeah, threw she, like a, she threw a John Stockton elbow right here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, like one of these little hidden elbows. Having a fit. Wait, wait, really? Honestly, Robin, if you don't want to hear me out and like get to the resolution of this, you can leave without your color on. Oh, I see it now. Yeah. Got The fact that she didn't pimp slap her ass right there. Not able to digest the consequences of her. That's white folks shit, man. Robin, get the fuck out. And then proceeded to give her every benefit of the doubt. Fuck, turn this off, man. I don't even like watching shit like this, man. She and sat down and, and now you know how I feel about videos where black women get beat up. Yeah, this shit yeah, makes me fucking now you know. furious. <laughs> you know, Even when like, they wrong, I'll be like, I don't need to see this shit. Like, this shit makes me fucking furious. Like, just kick the bitch out. Why are you arguing yeah. with somebody? Yesterday, I posted a, I posted a, uh, a link about John Gruden talking about people having big ass lips. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. and somebody came back at me, a black person who I guess came mm-hmm. back at me like uh well i don't see what john gruden said it's wrong I'm like i don't okay. have the time to explain to you what's wrong yes, with his so, i'm sure that twitter black that twitter people. account is registered under oh my b.com yeah oh my b.com i got an american eagle got an egyptian flag i'll be honest with you i need that traffic so go ahead and go to oh my b.com check it out i don't have time to explain to you why this is wrong so Mike's going to play that clip at his next show and be like, applause break now. <laughs> <laughs> Please clap. Chilling with this. <laughs> I don't have time to explain to you why this is fucking wrong. Um, we got a couple comments from Raphael, a.k.a. White Label American Podcast. He said we were talking about Freddie Adu last week. Freddie Adu's biggest mistake was his advisors going with the hype and letting him sign for DC United as the face of MLS at age 16. Freddie should have signed with a European team, and a lot of the big slash good ones were interested. He wouldn't have been the face nor burden with the pressure of carrying those teams while being allowed to develop and grow into a professional. Adu's story is also an example of how the path is different from mostly white, black immigrant families. Um, Christian uh, Polisic, America's biggest star, was taken to Germany by his parents instead of signing with an MLS team at the same age that Freddie went pro. And he developed organically with zero pressure until he broke into the senior team. Now he's barely 22 with plenty of injuries, by the way, and based in London, earning mad money. Germany, Netherlands, Spain, France all have young Americans at various feeder teams. About six kids broke into the first teams last season, with one of them being the child of former U.S. captain. And his mother is also a former U.S. soccer player. Under European labor laws, kids under 18 cannot sign for pro clubs, except their parents are except their parents are moving to the city the team is based in. 
This is for kids from outside the EU. It's meant to reduce human trafficking, huge effect on African market, much easier for average American families or at least one parent to move. All in all, Freddie Adu's family came from Ghana, and that $1 million contract at the time must have sounded like heaven. But if they had turned down the MLS, he still would have earned more after developing. You aren't paid big bucks until you perform with the big boys. It doesn't matter if you are the next Pele or Maradona. Talent-wise, if you're playing on a mediocre team, you can't become the best even if you're the best. I do need it to be around the best. You would have either gotten better or gone further to be a great. I do as a sacrifice for today's youngsters thriving. He did DJ a party and promote at one point. <laughs> what? <laughs> DJ, I do. Um, they, try, they tried one white kid who was just about to taste European first team football with the I do type of deal. And I don't even know if he still plays today. Morrison was his name. I think he should have stayed in Germany, but something about 1 million and he faded now. Ball dropping and the rest of Mike B's medical gems makes me want to embrace having twins. I'll just stick to trying the afternoon facing the opposite direction of the sun rising. Thank you for the headsets. <laughs> that ain't going to work, man. Full moon. Full moon. <laughs> Full moon. Full moon. Full moon. Um, you got to pull, you gotta pull hey, your Brandon, pieces are out. You watching no, socks. no socks. Yeah, I watched that last. So I haven't seen the new season, though, because I've just been like banking it. So I'll just binge okay. it in a few weeks. I wasn't going to. Rod, did you watch it? I watched the first season and I'm doing the same thing Brandon is. I hadn't really even thought about watching it, you know? And then my wife, my wife obviously was watching it, just watching it. Somebody recommended it to her and she started watching it. And then the, um, let's see, that's that first. So you both watched the first season? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the, the haircutting, the haircutting one. Mm hmm. I was reading a, a bunch of things, not a bunch of things. I think I read one. I know first of all, Ashley, Ashley Simpson wrote that episode. So that caught my attention that she was Ashley Simpson, the, the former singer. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Nicole, the writer. Uh, oh, actually, I, think, uh, I think her last name might be Ross now because she's My married to Diana right? Ross's son now. Yeah. Ashley, uh, Nicole. Ashley Nicole Black, right? Black. Excuse, thank you. Ashley Nicole okay. Black, who writes for... Um, Okay, so I don't think I, I think that's season two. Because I don't think I've seen that episode yet. I don't think so. That might be season two. Yeah, because I don't think I don't remember a haircut one. That's season okay. two. Yeah, they saying you know, it I don't know why I, you not, I don't know why I'm Rod not, and I both nodded affirmatively when you said the I'm haircut. Not, yeah, y'all both okay. like, yeah. <laughs> no, but I was willing to see where he was going with it because I trust and love Randolph and I want him to feel supported. Yeah. So I didn't want to just like yank the because he might have been like. Remember when he cut his hair at the end of the episode? And I'm like, oh, I, I must have cut it off by then. Yeah, I'm not. It's not spoiling anything to say that. But that I read. I read about that episode. Um, and then I watched that clip and I was like, OK, let me let me see. So I went back and binged the first one, the whole first. Now that you said it. Yeah, I went back and binged the whole first season and then watched the second season. I just finished the second season this week. Okay. Uh, Lambert and I are going to do a, a wrap up of it tomorrow on this podcast. Okay. Um, I mean, if you're, I, I was like, I'm not a soccer head, so there's no reason for me to watch it. But it's really not about soccer. It's not no, about soccer no, at all. It's, it's, it's like how a, Friday Night Lights isn't about football. Yeah, you don't exactly. need no shit. The soccer, exactly. Yeah, it's it's just a sweet show, and I get like I get a lot of the hate towards all the awards in one, but it's a good fucking show, especially last year. That's yeah. like some of the best entertainment I got. Like I felt, yeah. I felt like, oh damn, what do I do now? It was one of the first shows where I binged it. And at the end of first season, I'm like, damn, like, oh, oh, I, I now, got nothing else enough now. to win everything. I don't know. I don't mm. watch. I don't watch the other shows like that to know if it should have won all the shit it won. I don't know. 
Um, I just I don't know. I mean, I knew it was great because JL Covey hated it, which is always a good sign. <laughs> that, really like, is. I mean, there's well, there are black folks in it heavily. So yeah, well, he was kind of shitting on it because everybody liked it, and I was like, I should probably check this out because yeah, that's there's black a good folks sign. in it heavily, man. There's black folks <laughs> mm-hmm. in it. Heavily. There's there's black shit. Well, second the season is real. I yeah. I hear the second season is is, is way black blacker. shit all through the second season. All yeah, so I was like, yeah, it makes sense that he'd be you good. Know. Some good Pan African black shit too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pan African. <laughs> some mm-hmm. Wakanda black shit. You know that's his kryptonite. So yeah. I said, all right, <laughs> all right, I got, I'm, I'm in, I'm in. Yeah, I rec, I recommend it to people now. I'm like, yeah, go ahead, go ahead and jump into writing. A lot of people did By it a disservice way, when they yeah. were promoting it because when they were promoting it, they kept promoting it as like it's just so happy and fun and we just need oh, something no, right not. now and i'm like this shit is dark what are you no, talking not. about yeah, yeah that's especially the that anxiety episode yeah no i'm like this nigga no. going through it bro it's, it's real shit it's <laughs> well real that's why jason sudeikis i do want to give him his flowers like he did a really good job at least in the first season portraying mm-hmm. like this really positive person who's dealing with a divorce and right. being in a foreign country and people hating him and he, I was right. like, man, that's a layer performance. And he did a really good job driving. Right. Yeah, a lot of it's right. about denial and mm-hmm. and like what almost toxic pos- positivity, you know, what that can mean and shit. It's, it's a pretty impactful show, man. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I, re- I recommend it for people. If you, if you got access to it, I'm not telling you to get another streaming service either. Just I'm telling you, get another streaming service. Go ahead. Spend the five dollars. It's worth it. Watch it, man. I got eighty. I got eighty-two hundred dollars worth of streaming services coming. If you have to pick between your insulin or uh, Apple Plus, Apple Plus. Is it how it goes? Yeah. Raphael has another comment, by the way. He said, "Oh, as a kid, if you didn't haggle the price according to whoever sent you, you have failed." An aunt would go to the market and haggle groceries, then create her list, give it to us based on those prices to go buy the same items and be mad that we spent hours bantering with literally every trader at the market for five items. By the time the Navy would send me to Bahrain, it was heaven as they love to haggle there. But once I pulled out the I got time card, I was getting great deals. It's an art. I apply it mildly here. But once outside American soil, I switch. Um, Brandon, yeah, I don't like haggling. Stresses me out. Just give me the fucking price. I don't. Brandon, we're not haggling. Mm-mm, mm-mm, it's Brandon, that's a reference I'm good. to uh, last week's podcast. I was at a community garage sale. I haggled an African woman to a standstill, who was trying to haggle me down on some prices on clothes. I haggled her to a standstill. So it was a draw. So I, I count that as a win against an African woman who was haggling. And he had to give her a free dress. I didn't, yeah. mean, I didn't have to. I well, yeah, yeah. So she felt that's, like she won. That's the way. That's the way you tell it. But yeah. I bet the way she telling the way she, she tell it. She got to. over. I gave her that out of the goodness. Her story's like I made this guy think he won. Right. <laughs> Look at all this. She free even threw shit a dress I'll be honest with you, Randolph. I don't think you really won. If you had to give up the dress, uh, I, I think she have got to. <laughs> we were done. We were done with the haggle. I was bagging the shit up for her, and I was like, you know what? Go ahead and throw that one. Go ahead and throw that one. She hit that. This is such a pretty dress. Yes. 
You're like, I ain't had to, but here, throw that dress in there. Go ahead. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm a good I'm target. I'm like a deer, deer like, Oh, you're trying to headlights. have a little price. Here's some extra fries. You and never then she went off and, and then she went off and, and started talking to these white folks at the next stage. And I said, y'all are done. She, she owned a house. She about to kill y'all. <laughs> she <laughs> had about everything. You're going to drive by their house. She's going to be living in it. It's like, you sell me y'all. your uh, organic honey and I want you to sign these papers. Don't worry about what's on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's about, about to kill y'all. <laughs> we got a I comment go from uh, talk to my uncle in <laughs> Kenya, <laughs> my Nigerian uncle. He's got something for you. <laughs> we got a comment from Stephen, or maybe it's Stefan. He said that Kanye Kirk Franklin drums comment is on point. As a former Yeezy stan, even when he was making his classic albums, his drums were always a source of criticism. I remember a Twitter comment from around my beautiful dark twisted fantasies release said the drums on Monster sounded like a snare being slapped with a wet bath towel. <clears throat> Oh, Jesus. What if it by a wet bath towel? How do we know? Um, Jonathan said, I had a situation with giving Jamaican brothers a ride. One brother that worked with me asked for a ride so he wouldn't have to wait on the bus. It was it was on my way home, so I said, no problem. The next day when we were done, another brother had heard I gave a ride, so he asked if he could ride too. He worked in the buffet with us, so I said, it's cool. Third day, it's time to go. Me and the two guys who asked are walking out and there are three other Jamaicans Damn. that I don't even know. <laughs> this nigga became the bus. <laughs> Walking in behind us. I stopped and asked, where are they going? Terrence, the first brother, said they're catching a ride. I said, I don't know them. And nobody asked me since we were at the car. I went ahead and took them home. That was a mistake. Uh, fourth day. <laughs> I decided this needed to end. So once I got done working, I went straight to the EDR and got something to eat. Slowly, all five Jamaican brothers showed up and sat down. They sat down and hung out while I ate. I didn't mention that I had no plans on giving them a ride. I sat there for an hour and a half until it was time for them to catch the bus. I did it for a couple of days until they stopped waiting for me to go to the car. Right. Yeah, that uh, uh, that African (laughs) girl in college, Olivia, one time... uh, the when she wanted she wanted a ride I, I i didn't even know she wanted a ride she just decided that she was riding with me she, <laughs> i left i obviously left her not knowing i left her and then she tried to get mad like you left me i was like what the fuck are you talking about Did you I went to the you? store without me i was like nigga i don't know you <laughs> what's wrong with you i went to the store without you no i just went to the store right <laughs> i always go to the store without you <laughs> Yep, I have mastered that uh, when people ask you for a ride. I'll be like, where are you going? I'll be like, I'm going in the opposite direction. I'll flat out be like, I'm going in the opposite direction. <laughs> not, even, not even going that way. Yeah, the basketball court, you got to play that game like Puff Daddy on that that gift with him looking, stabbing that stare off with that dude. Mm-hmm. Where, they, where they be like, hey, man, you give me a ride? And I'm like, which way are you going? Which way are you going? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I'm, I got some things to do. I don't know which one. Wow, where you gotta go? I don't know where you gotta go. You gotta maybe I can do them things with you. I'm like, brother, no. just wait. No, okay, no. <laughs> yeah. now, now, no. <laughs> right. And an area left a comment. I used to drive my friends to high school in the morning, but they always made me late, and I would have to get a demerit from the admin office. That's I stopped That's giving them rides. I used to yeah. do that to my friend Baron. I would be like, "Yo, man, let's go to White Castle real quick." <laughs> like, why? Let's just get some White Castles, man. We get from, from homeroom. We'll just one time. One time, I gave a dude from the basketball court a ride home, and he stank, and he oh. stank so bad it was in my car. Oh no! I had to like go get deep clean for my car after like <laughs> him in my passenger seat for ten minutes. I was just like, 
Never again, bro. Yeah, if that happens in an Uber, they pay you. <laughs> right. There's a there's an Uber fee for cleaning up the smell. If you have uh or oh, someone really? vomits in your car like a drunk mm-hmm. person. It was like 90 degrees out. I had to turn all the windows down. <clears throat> I was like, fuck it, the heat getting in because it's already baking in whatever well, these juices are. Did you know that he smelled? You didn't ask about himself. Like, what is wrong with you, man? Yeah. No, nah, but I could it's like it was so the thickness of the stench was just so <laughs> I don't even know if I breathed anything other than out my window the whole time. You, you, I was really, you gotta tell somebody they smell you, you, you can't be COVID 12. Right. <laughs> I was just I was just taking them breaths like at the end of my fucking uh Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights, the Harlem Nights breaths. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was driving fast as shit. He's like, make a left up here. I was like, ah! <laughs> like fast and furious out this bitch. We getting you to the house as fast as we can. Veronica said, I mean, they know they smell. No, um, I think sometimes they don't. Oftentimes they don't. Yeah, because it's their scent. They're right? So like, they don't know, know that their scent's the not appealing. Thank. Yeah. Oftentimes they don't. We know someone. I'm not going to say his name, but we know someone who used to. Um, he liked to play basketball and he used to keep a change of clothes in his trunk. Yes, he did to play basketball. <laughs> yeah, Jim so like if he in. ran, if he came home from work, or if he ran across the game and didn't wasn't going to go home and change, he could just go and like change real quick in the parking lot. But then he would just put those sweaty clothes back into like a a Safeway bag or whatever. Yeah, and that would be the clothes for next time too. <laughs> to lock in the <gasps> to lock in the to lock in the juices. Sometimes yeah. you got lock it in. Sometimes you got to lock in those juices. Yep, <laughs> it, it helps you game. It, it helps your it helps your basketball game. It's no different than I never do. Defense just moves out the way, of course. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. It's like when it's like, and they get to a point where they they've worn the shirt so many times that they're no longer. It's not just sweat on the shirt. It's like slimy. Like the shirt yeah. is like has a weird texture to it. <laughs> so yeah, he always had like a smell. I don't know if he knew it because well, not only did his clothes go, his breath had a smell about him too. Oh, okay, this that was, remember that. Remember that. That was yeah. lack of that was lack of going to the dentist. Yeah, I mean, he might have just had a, you know, some people like they don't get the 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 win the lottery with the gene pool. You know, it could have been like a didn't have his passed down bad oh, breath. Man, it was just laziness. It was just it was just hygienic laziness. That's all. <laughs> hygienic laziness. That's all it was. But he was a good basketball player, so you know what? It's like he was a very good basketball. Player. Everything he sacrificed <laughs> in terms of like taking showers and washing his clothes, he was at the court like, brushing he was, his teeth. He was putting in time. Veronica, hey, um, Veronica, in the chat room, I see dead tooth. No, it's I know what it is. It's lack of flossing. You got to floss, people. Floss. <laughs> That's where it's at. I don't. I don't floss. <laughs> I don't floss well, either. Andy's um, name. I Andy also doesn't eat vegetables. Though. I floss. Back in the Not only do I floss, but I also floss on these hoes daily. You know, <laughs> oh <laughs> lord! Whenever I'm One on the ground, to the other. <laughs> when I'm on the ground, I let them know. I, I do have a, a, an expensive Sonicare toothbrush that it's all high tech and shit, but uh, you I don't get floss. in between them teeth, man, especially the ones in mm-hmm. the back. If you got your wisdom teeth, you got to get back there. The dentist, the dentist will tell you. Yeah, you got to get in between them teeth, man. I always do as much as I can to make that dentist visit the that's least painful possible. Come on, I, I don't that's want them good, cutting that's my That's a good feeling when they tell you, oh, you're doing a good job. It's not mm-hmm. even good. <laughs> so, oh, and thanks, there's a bad thanks, feeling dentist. when you got an old ass white woman with hands that shake. All up in your motherfucking <laughs> teeth, going hard as fuck on your gums. You be like, I need to floss. <laughs> that shit will change your life. You be like, like, I ain't never going through this bullshit again. Bitch <laughs> is scraping up my whole mouth. <laughs> right. Um, we got an email from Joe. 
and this is the last one. He said, regarding regarding problematic men. Great yeah. shows this week. I think I've been somewhat hoodwinked by NBA propaganda. All the talk about how progressive the league is, which started with Donald Sterling's ouster. The shows of support for justice following George Floyd's death. The partnership with the Players Association and Adam Silver. YouTube videos where NBA players talk about what they can't live without, where everybody mentions at least one must-read book. All the focus on LeBron James and his business ventures. I was briefly shocked at how ridiculous Kyrie Irving and Andrew Wiggins and others were being about getting them shots. But in reality, I can only think of three current NBA players that get this pedestal placement, LeBron and then maybe Steph Curry and Chris Paul. And those last two mainly based on presence and commercials. These are all young men who make a lot of money, travel the world and who sacrificed real education for athletic pursuit. A lot of guys in that age range get their knowledge off influencers on the internet or from guys in the neighborhood. I think you all have said it before. The league generally leans much more toward Kwame Brown territory than the marketing would have you believe. The real problem here is that COVID is highly contagious. The players keep talking about private matters and HIPAA. I could get behind these thoughts if, it, if this were just about a player's medical condition, like someone needing their to take their meds. But that isn't what this is. This is some clickbait here, given that Kyrie of it all, because the NBA and its players accepted that pedestal. The scrutiny tends to come with that. We should probably stop thinking that because a few of them speak out progressively on racial issues, that everyone can speak that eloquently on every issue. Most of these guys are still in the young, dumb, and full of, well, you know, that stage in their lives. What were any of us out here talking about at that age of Andrew Wiggins or Kyrie Irving? I was listening to a lot of righteous brothers say shit that I knew was wild well before we call it Hotep. It can take years before a man has grown enough to carefully distinguish predators from gay men the way Rod did in talking about former educators. On a less stellar front, you want this A, then you better take this D as a contender for line of the week. (laughs) Uh, You know what I realized as present as brother Mark is in the 3GO universe, he stays this enigma. He seems very quiet, but there's always a hint of fuck around and find out that shows up like one of those guys who don't talk about their past, but every so often it pulls him back in. I mean, of course, a young lesbian propositions him to be her first protein, as it were. I was expecting him to counsel her, uh, tell her how she didn't want to risk the relationship like that. But this was that 20 something version when he said he answered, yes, he got my attention. I literally said, oh, Mike B was Mike B was definitely speaking my thoughts into the conversation, except that. Oh, you just a little thought comment after Mark's second story. <laughs> so that might contend for line of the week as well. Thanks for great shows as always. And that's from Joe. Uh, I yeah, will Mark- say this about the NBA guys real quick. Um, I do. There is a kind of double standard that's happening with them. Um, they are the most progressive league. It's not close. Uh, Other than the WNBA. Yeah, of the men's. Oh, I, of the men's. of the men's leagues. I assume all women's leagues are ahead of all men's leagues, right? Yeah, we can yeah. say that. Even women's soccer. Yes. yes right. So okay. So now, now that we got that out of the way, of the men's leagues, they're the most progressive. It's not close. Um, they're still a big ass business, and business by nature in America is going to be somewhat conservative. And black men in general are still kind of conservative, like. They're not progressive in the way that people like to think of progressive politics and liberal politics where like everyone's intersectional and all this. That's not necessarily what's happening, but they are the most down for the women in their sports. They are the most down for fucking go get vaccinated, the most down for go vote, the most down to support Democratic politicians, 
um, the most outspoken when it comes to matters of race and stuff like that, with no fear of uh, the repercussions within their um, league and stuff. Um, So it's just we're talking about a low bar. And even after that, Kyrie Irving, Andrew Wiggins shit, Andrew Wiggins, who did get vaccinated, um, even after that shit, they're talking about 95 percent upwards vaccination rate in the NBA. That's actually higher than the NFL. Right. So like this thing where they like, it's kind of a weird double standard where they kind of catching a lot of flack where I'm, I want to be careful in, on demagoguing the whole league is like, Oh, they, they, they say they progressive, but are they? It's like, no, nah, they, they're the most progressive of the male fucking leagues. If, if you have a problem with their version of progressive, then you really have a problem with all versions of corporate progressiveness yeah. when it comes to these, um, sports leagues because they're still the one that kicked out the racist owner they're, that's still that league that there, there's no other league that's done that um brandon, so brandon, what's the word on the street in new york about Kyrie? i mean no one really talks i mean i don't i don't have a circles that really talk that much about sports. basketball like that yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah yeah what's what's the word in, in well it's hard for for rod to ask what's the What's the word in your circle? Because you you are deeper in the sports, but yeah, I'm an I mean, NBA I know guy. where you're at. I know where your circle will be. So. I mean, well, I'll say this, man. I have people. I know people who have taken it upon themselves to be defensive of Kyrie Irving because mm-hmm. um, he went to Duke and shit and all this type of stuff. But even on this one, people seem to be like, yeah, he on his own. Like, yeah. You just got to get the shot. He's about to lose half the money, and he's hurting his team, and uh, he doesn't seem to have a point. They said, um, they said um, and yes, I think it was yesterday, they said that New York is going to allow Kyrie to practice. Yeah, see, this is shit. This is what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm tired of this shit. So we just mm-hmm. going to make an exception for this fucking guy? Why the fuck are we doing this? They even, Why they the fuck even, are we doing this? They even talked about... Um, because uh, I, I think they asked Steve Nash, like, are you going to move the practice facility to another place so Kyrie could practice? Because he can't practice in New well, York. Well, Nash said no. He's like, I'm yeah, he said, he was like, hell no. Nah. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of this bullshit. Yeah, now nah, I got to is, um, 30 minutes extra to work. No. He's also, um, like, he's the, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Rod, is he like the vice president or something? The, he's the vice president of the NBA PA, I believe. He's going to fuck around. He's going to fuck around and cost them guaranteed contracts. Yeah, see, the <laughs> NBA has, the NBA has a problem in that they have the biggest stars who have been vocal. The other leagues have outspoken anti-mask, anti-vaccine type of guys, but they ain't nobody. Yeah. Like Cole Beasley, if Cole Beasley miss a game, none of us will notice. Yeah. You know what I mean? so like he the most outspoken on Twitter ass nigga. But when it comes to, you know, this league, like Kyrie Irving's a big fucking deal to be out here on this hotel shit. So that's the problem they got is of their whatever their five percent is or, or even less possibly it's he's one of them and that's gonna be an issue right right oh so the practice thing in new york city says the nets practice facility is a private office building which then allows Kyrie to practice see mm-hmm. making you making exceptions for this motherfucker so he's at practice <laughs> making exceptions for him and you know it's some bullshit because like the NBA mandated everybody else get vaccinated, like referees, anyone who right. works in a stadium, coaching staff. But the players, they can't because it essentially comes down to Kyrie Irving being one of the most powerful players in a right. powerful right. position. 
And I'm just, I'm just tired. You know what? Fuck Kyrie Irving, man. I'm tired of this yeah. shit. I'm yeah. just tired of this shit. I'm tired of his ignorance and everybody's bending over backwards and excuses fucking deuce ignorance. I will say at least the positive out of all this Kyrie refusing to get the vaccine, we're not going to get Uncle Drew too because the unions will allow him to right. be on the set. <laughs> I love Uncle Drew one, so it really hurt me that this is not going to get a sequel. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I, I unironically fucking love that movie. <laughs> It was surprisingly funny, but like, right? This son of a bitch took that away from us too. Of all the things, I don't care about his NBA career. I actually don't care about his NBA career. I don't give a fuck if he won the championship or not. But I do care to see Chris Webber do that preacher voice and that makeup. (laughs) That shit was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Drew is in a vulnerable age range, though. Yeah, Yeah, Uncle Uncle Drew, Drew, I risk. So Brandon's got to Brandon's got to step away with us. He did the whole first podcast with us. I want to thank you for coming in, Brandon. Thanks, Brandon. Thanks for thank having us, man. Thanks, you don't, have to, you don't have to show up just when you have a drunk Black History. You, you don't have to do us like that. You can come on anytime. Appreciate it. You know you got shit to talk. about. I always about. tell him the same thing with us, and then you know no, I got to wait for him to promote something. Never hear from him. Yeah, you got to wait for him when he's selling something. You got to wait on his ass. <laughs> You I love y'all. Thank you so much, man. You, you know, too, brother. Tell Tati. Send Tati our love. Mm-hmm. I will. Yeah, I will. Thank know. you all so much. Uh, DrunkBlackHistory.com, Friday, October 29th. Hope to see y'all there. We're all going to be there. All right, We're all going to be there. That's Brandon Collins, y'all. Give it up. Take care. Brandon Collins. Bye, y'all. Peace. Y'all give it up for Brandon Collins. Give it up for him. Give him some energy, y'all. Give him some energy. Oh, oh applause break for Mike B. Oh, yeah, give, shit. Give, give, give Brandon some, some, some energy. <laughs> give him some energy. We did get a tweet from uh, your mama on Twitter. I don't know if she's in the chat tweet. today, but uh, Who's mama? Your mama. Who's mama? <laughs> she sent us this other. She, she caught a tweet at this thing. Uh, to see what were our thoughts were. Guys on TikTok. Guy on TikTok asks ladies, what does sex feel like for you? Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> I've never asked a woman what sex sure is. Like. I don't care. <laughs> it's about me. So is this? Hey, there he is. There she is, Adrian in the in the chat. So, um, I don't know. Like, uh, is this representative of how women feel during sex? Uh, when someone is scratching your backs and misses the part that's actually itchy. Mm. <laughs> it's that's hilarious. Career. It's like listening to your favorite song, but it pauses right before the best part. <laughs> Like you're about to sneeze and it never happens. Oh man! Like you're waiting for the beat to drop, but it never happens. When you go to the fridge because you're starving, but you leave empty-handed. Damn! Feels like feels I should like have been, been a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> is this uh, maybe it's just people on TikTok don't have good sex? Is that like a, like a subset? No, no. They've, they've done studies that say that most straight couples uh, don't have as good as like a sex drive and sex life is, uh, a, a gay, not even straight couples. Cause these might not be couples. These are just That's people true. that are fucking. <laughs> fucking yeah. So I just know that uh, well, a lot of times women like don't see. achieve orgasm when, when mm-hmm. this, uh, having sex with a straight man. I would like to see the Yang replies to this, to this yin replies. I'd like to see men no. talking about sex. Yeah. No, no. I'm about to say women who enjoy like, sex, women who enjoy sex. I'd like to see, <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I, I can just get my yeah. wife. She upstairs. Let me hold on. Yeah. Is that what and you're going to do? <laughs> you want to yeah. hear? You want to hear the yeah, I'm about right? to say the thing. Yeah, it's different between enjoying sex and like reaching like orgasm. That's why a lot of times for some women, 
they'll actually use like sex tools, like all these alternatives. They was like, I don't want to hurt his feelings. I don't want to tell him he ain't satisfying me. So we'll do like these alternative things. Mm, I heard uh, I heard last time Mike D had sex, he had two applause breaks. So. <laughs> before I bust, give, give me some energy. Give one me come for on, him, one for the toy. Well, he read. Uh, that's because he read period power. So he got all the answers anyway. All right, I'm about to. I'm about to get out of here in a second. But uh, right before I go, period power is always on the ready. You just never know. I'm full of plug. Period power. <laughs> Send me some energy. Oh, these gummies are hilarious. It's like the zebra striped gum you think it's got the most amazing taste, and bam, three seconds later, it tastes like play. <laughs> that's that's really sad because zebra striped <laughs> gum is terrible. It is. <laughs> I think also it's that thing that happens on all social media where like everyone's going to re up each other because you want to go viral, you want to get the most likes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, someone came through and said, Well, actually, it's pretty good. That shit ain't getting no likes, and you'll pick me now. You just yeah, betrayed even if they tell the truth. You betrayed all women. <laughs> <laughs> by being like, well, I be having orgasms and it's pretty cool. They're like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> stop, stop lying with your bragging ass. That ain't true. Right. Everybody, everybody ain't you. I don't know why you're coming me up here. To me, is a man's version. Uh, this is women's version of men when they do the like, you know, my wife, the old ball and chain, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're just fucking nagging me all day. And you're like, nigga, I know you fucking love your wife. You fucking go home and kiss your face every day and shit. Stop. Stop fronting for me. I don't care. <laughs> don't care at all. You and, ain't been with her 25 years for no reason. Yeah. I'm not impressed by this shit. How little you care about your family and kids. That's a, how that fuck. How that's impressing me, nigga. I liked you up until this point. <laughs> I'm actually a horrible person. I actually don't well, I like raising my children and I fucking hate my wife. Like get a divorce, nigga. And I, I think that's, this plays on the, the mail. That's the name of your CD. Get a divorce, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, on the male the ego, too, because a, a lot of men are like, wait do you have sex with me, though. You'll feel right. the beat drop, you know? Yeah, like like Ooh. a penis is a penis. Like, all of them look the same. Like, it's the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Different sizes, shapes, and colors, but you get the gist. Well, it's also like women's shit is way more complicated than men's shit. Like, not every woman gets off from penetration and stuff. Like, it's a whole mm-hmm. lot. They got a lot more shit riding on that. And then you got all the psychological shit. People feel like their bodies and shame and guilt. Like, it's a whole bunch of fucking head trippy shit. And, you know, niggas is all egomaniacs and fucked up. They don't be caring, like, what the woman, like, if she feels comfortable or safe or any of that shit, any of the emotional parts that make people, like, Mm -hmm. feel away. They just be like, I'm going to stick my, I brought the penis. (laughs) Now let's get the business. And then, you know. Tell me I'm the greatest. Yeah, Give me I'm... the juice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's why when a lot of men are young, they just want to break your back. And you're like, you know what's more to this than just trying to fuck me to death, right? Right. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, prime example, ladies. Huh? <laughs> I like to pick a uh, pre-workout before we have sex. That's, you know. <laughs> we be like, she ain't going to be able to work, walk right after this. And I'm like, now think about your own life. Think about your own life. What positive experiences do you relate to not being able to walk right? Like, it's not a lot. Like, I'm going to fuck our life up. We good, Andy? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just checking these replies on this tweet. I'm seeing if any men came in. Probably not. You know, they probably did. They ain't getting no likes. Ain't no screenshots on them shit. We don't give a fuck about what they got to say. What about me, though? If we we were sponsored by Adam and Eve, this would be the perfect place to drop the ad. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> having trouble satisfying women. Right. Not anymore. Let's wrap this up. We're talking about this Gruden thing. Yeah. NFL condemns racist language used by John Gruden. <laughs> Do they condemn it? He it's, condemned it himself, actually. 2011 Did email. He condemn it? Mm-hmm. This came out last night. Um, it's it's been a bad week for NFL coaches because it was Urban Meyer before that. Uh, <laughs> Urban, is just a, Urban is just booty fingering. He's just a dumbass. Urban's it's Meyer's just, wife said, uh, "We're all sinners." <laughs> See, <laughs> I know, that's exactly. So that's what they say before the divorce papers hit. You know, <laughs> she ain't going nowhere. Okay, evangelicals, evangelical right. dog. She in that. All right. She in that. Okay. <laughs> We'll no. see. You, John I don't give you. You publicly embarrass your woman. I just say all bets off. We'll see, man. She and she in that. I've seen. I've seen. Uh, listen, if the Currys can get it divorced, I'm not calling he'll nothing off. Her, he'll hit her with the "I sin before you." <laughs> I'm on my knees. They ain't work for Dale Curry. That's all I'm didn't saying. He, didn't Urban Meyer not even go home with the team after the game? No, like no, he no, he not home with the team. That was a which thing. is funny because by NFL standards, that's what got him in trouble. Right. right. That's what's so funny about this shit. Right. It's like <laughs> the team mad at him because they like, how dare you big time us? Yeah. And but he was like, hey guys, it's it's, a, it's dollar shot night at the bar at uh, at the Flaming Sombrero or whatever. Yeah. No, his bar. His, his bar. bar. Yeah, Urban's. His bar. Urban's. Yeah, Urban's Chop House, I think. Of course. And so and he was trying to get some cut up. His team house. lost. They went. <laughs> 0, I think they went zero and four. And so it's like you, normally the coach would want to sort of be with the team after that. And he was like, no, Fuck he that. went there to relieve that pressure because he ain't used to losing like that. Yeah. So and so I don't know. He, he was there. cheating like he was cheating like a man that has a lot of responsibilities. <laughs> like like it was cheating of convenience like i've been looking forward to this cheating all month i'm i'm sorry i'm not taking the flight back uh shelly meyer his wife said um quote to my wonderful followers and friends thank you for your love support friendship Where laughs i will miss the followers. most i love you all she left twitter she said i love you all wish god's mm-hmm. blessings on you thank you adding hashtag faith family football flamingos and unfaithfulness what? and hoes. What does what is what is what is, what is Tim Tebow's thoughts on this? I, he hasn't spoken on it yet. Tim uh, Tebow's question would have been, "Well, did he stick it in her butt?" All right, that's he it's not fingers now, up ten, her butt. Technically, Stephen A. It's not cheating if you go in the butt through the yep. pants, though. They were through the pants. What if they hired Tebow as the coach to replace Urban Meyer? How hilarious would that be? <laughs> he just gets another job in the NFL. <laughs> Oh, Steve, and then Stephen A has to say his white privilege, even though he has that nigga on his show every Friday. Right. <laughs> oh man, I'll, I'll never understand Stephen A. He said this man got a job in the NFL because of white privilege, and then and this, now that Stephen A gets the pick who's on the show, he has he has this motherfucker on the show every Friday. Yeah, because <laughs> because it, it really don't matter. And the the lady with the Urban Myers thing, they actually find out who she was. She shut all her social media down and made that shit private. So did his wife. Yeah, and this is the urban. She somebody took a shot of her. She don't. I don't think she was like a some setup shit. It was like mm-hmm. oh, was in that and he know her by the way. Yeah, like he, like that woman worked on the staff that did like the photos and shit for his bar when they did promotion a few months ago. Okay, so this is not some stranger. So he stayed in town for a reason. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's what he I'm stayed saying. Stayed in town to try to get his ego assaged because he's getting killed because his team stinks. 
but he stinks as a human being, so he needs to get. His, I think he had a he rendezvous his with his sauce. with uh-huh. his lady friend here. That's what I up. think. Mm-hmm. That's partying in your ego sauce. This is also why you can't be cheating with these young, don't got nothing to lose ass women. But right. I don't think it's on her. That's why. It's That's, on no, whoever, no, it's on him for cheating with her. Re- well, yes, but whoever's in that restaurant videotaping that. He got a no, no, no. That person is not even on them. They mm-hmm. doing what they supposed to do. Well, yeah. It's on him for not picking like another coach's wife or something. They're like, <laughs> we both got something to lose. Somebody else that's in public where they just give you the eyes like, you want to get out of here? Yeah. And not this shit where she's like, I want to grind on him. <laughs> He's 57. I don't know how old she is. Finding her 20s. Not 57. It looks very <laughs> That's how old she is. In public. <laughs> You, you, you got a thing if you're if you have some sort of celebrity status that someone's and they know you are that somebody's gonna pull a camera out and record you. You see, you see that dance no that doing? That's the I want to be the second wife dance. That's what that is, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of working be, at Urban's. I'm not gonna I'm trying to be the second wife dance. She her name is Cayman, Nebraska. Came in the back, which already sounds like a porn star name, and she's right. 20 to that's 25 a, years old. Yeah, I told you she had to be in her 20s because they're the only people that's gonna do some dumb shit like that. 20 to 25. Yeah, so she uh I guess she got she left social media. Urban Meyer's wife left social media. He made a couple half apologies to his team that were, I guess, not sufficient. And they've been clowning him. Apparently, wasn't there a thing where he apologized to the team and then they all laughed when he left the room yeah. or something like that? Yes. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Came in Nebraska, huh? <laughs> no respect. <laughs> so then Urban Meyer got replaced uh, in the headlines last night by John Gruden. I know he was like, thank God. <laughs> thank you. They're thank not you talking team, about bro. me no more. John Gruden, a 2011 <laughs> email surfaced. 10-year-old email. Good God. They dug for that. No, a, there's a reason why they dug for it. There's, there's <laughs> okay, it's the reason behind it. Okay, there's there's a there's a whole reason behind it. It's just, because of the Washington you know, football Washington team. football team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're looking through. They're looking. They they Washington football team's got their own case going on right now. Okay, like so they're so investigating them. Yeah, they're looking at them, and somebody's looking through emails. It's like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> you know. So the NFL condemned the racist language used by Las Vegas Raiders coach John Gruden in an email that. The league found to have been sent 10 years ago. The email was sent by Gruden, then a broadcaster for ESPN in July 2011 to Bruce Allen, then the president of the franchise now known as the Washington football team. It concerned DeMaurice Smith, the executive director of the NFL Players Association. The email from John Gruden denigrating DeMaurice Smith is appalling, abhorrent, and wholly contrary to the NFL's values. Uh, we condemn the statement and regret any harm that its publication may inflict on Mr. Smith. NFL declined the comments further. Okay, so... There was a work stoppage in the NFL at the time, right? Or there was going to be a work stoppage. Going to be. And there was like all these people taking sides. And John Gruden, I don't know if this article says uh, what he said, but there it is. John Gruden said in the email, um, he made like a a big lip reference, right? To Demory Smith or about Demory Smith. Sort of. Yeah, he called him dumb. Maurice Smith. Call him dumb, and, and then said he had lifts the size tires. of like Michelin tires. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Um, that's, and that's not two tropes anybody's ever said about black people, huh? <laughs> right. so, oh, two cool lips. 
So 10 years later, this email surfaces and then John Gruden, the quote, I really don't remember exactly this email. It was a long time ago. But the email system, remember it? Yeah, I, I certainly will don't. take accountability for it if it's you don't got on my no email. choice. It's yours. <laughs> if yes. it's on my email, John Gruden at ESPN.com. They remember anytime you say you don't remember, it just it's, it's like, oh, so you will say this shit all the time. <laughs> yep, it's just the one they found. <laughs> like, that's not the defense you think it is, Freddie. <laughs> Uh, Gruden said I don't he, remember this particular racist comment. Must have been a Thursday. I don't know. It's... He probably looked at Smith as the villain and was really upset about the lockout. I didn't feel like we were getting the truth. I refer to guys when I see them lying and I can tell they're lying. I refer to them as rubber lips. I went too far calling him the Michelin lips. I had never had a blade of racism in me. Uh, it was just I was just pissed and used a terrible way to insult a guy. And he said he reached Mm-mm. out to Smith, but has not received a reply. This You're man has been doing this boy. dude. This guy was on TV, right? For yeah. for a long period of time between jobs. Yeah. And he talked every day about sports. Please pull up all the clips of him calling anyone rubber lips. Right. right. I'll wait. That's not an expression people use. No, I've never no. heard who that used, expression. Who uses that expression? Yeah. You know, and if he did, and if he did, we would it would have become his phrase. Like we know arm talent because we were like, no one uses that. But John Gruden, if he brought up rubber lips all the time, we'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. He calls people rubber lips. That's, hey, that's kind of a thing he does. You know, I right. refer to those guys. Uh, you know, you know, I say all the time. I say, look at the rubber lips. Yeah. <laughs> oh, rubber lips over here. Right. But that's, not some, that's not something you say. I don't have a racist blade in my body. Well, I, I don't know about blades, but right. something raises in you. <laughs> That's kind of what Urban Meyer got in trouble for, trying to rubber lips. <laughs> oh, no. He's doing more rubber lips. I see what you did there. Give, give Ross some energy, y'all. Give him some energy. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks. No, when I'm lying, I'm rubber off, lips, bro. too. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right, Gruden? Ridiculous. I don't have oh, a uh, racist so, so, blade. So which one of his former black players is going to leap to his defense? Emmanuel Acho. Emmanuel already defended Urban Meyer, so maybe he's fit for the week. Yeah, well, could be. I'm thinking Warren. That takes Sapp a lot of energy for his former player. Where is Warren? Warren Sapp? Sapp in jail? No, is Warren, Sapp, jail. Something. Is is Warren Sapp just hanging out with Ray Lewis? Warren Sapp got kicked off NFL coverage because of some like uh, didn't he have like a scandal? Yeah, he yes, did. he did. Yeah. And he hasn't done anything <laughs> since then. He he been with R. Kelly. I think he wanted to get snitched on. Let me um let me look this I up. I think it'll be Warren Sapp. Um uh, another one of his black players. Huh. There's so many. Simeon Rice. I don't know I don't anything know. about Simeon Rice. Warren Sapp feel like he more the type to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's well he's broke. He I just really I just Google him. He's broke, so he, he needs Warren that money. Mm. Is there somebody also there'll be a nah not Jerry Rice. He he's kind of Jerry's a look, I just I just work out kind of guy, <laughs> you know. Mm. I don't have nothing to say, I just kind of work yeah, out. Carpet fit. He won't mess up the carpet fit money. 
I'm thinking he wants of, that uh, carpet fit money. Who is, does he got any assistant coaches on his staff that he can pull up? You know, I worked with him and he never want to do this. You know, he's well, he doesn't have a racist blade in his body. I'll yeah. I'll attest to that. <laughs> it has been like 72 hours or whatever. And uh, we don't even have. So that's even worse that yeah, no one's come up. No one's, no one's stepped up. Well, maybe motherfuckers been waiting. I knew this racist motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I knew I been told y'all. It the whole time. And you know what's even wilder is lit. um the players don't like Demory Smith right now too. Some of them are upset about the last negotiation for their uh you know agreement with the league. So this would be prime time to find some people like yeah yeah fuck Demory Smith. <laughs> Nobody. Yeah yeah yeah. All right y'all, we got to bring this one home. Uh yeah, I think we did okay. I think we yeah. did okay. This is what you get for free, everybody. All right. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. Appreciate y'all. Uh, we we do have fun. some iTunes reviews. We got some more. So Don't keep have time. Keep Not leaving them. Don't we will uh at some point do something with that. <laughs> but keep leaving <laughs> iTunes reviews. We're gonna choose a winner at some point soon. That will happen. Yeah, we'll get a year from reconstructing fitness. Yeah, someone will brown one of you will. Jason Carter said Antonio Brown. He is a definite. Thank you, Rod and Karen, for sitting in with us as always. Thank you, period. Oh. Mike, period, power B. Thank uh, you so much. Uh, Randolph, before we go, I'd like to read a couple of chapters since you're in a rush. <laughs> a couple of chapters from uh, period power. If you guys, uh, <laughs> I know you're in a rush. Uh, hey, uh, the Mistral Cup. Like I said, um, we're okay, going to start, start timetabling these anyway, so <laughs> y'all get used to this shit. We gotta you, fit, your, your mic was still quiet us. today. We're gonna, we're gonna, this week, we're going to work on that. Thank you, Chaya. We're working on it. Thank you, chat room, for coming to us as always. We appreciate y'all. And we will see y'all next week. Any concerns and constraints? No. Rod, you go last. Karen, you go right after. Andy, how about that? Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. Thanks so much. We appreciate y'all. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm Karen Morrow. I'm Mike B. And I'm Rod Morrow. And we've been three guys on. Hope you guys had a great day with us. We enjoyed it with you. And we are out. Peace.